It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, uh, welcome aboard on a, a snowy Monday for the uh, podcast. The show we like to call the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, the knuckleheads Dennis and Brady. Yeah, about sums it up. <laughs> we will have our new uh, polls out for uh, boys and girls basketball. Yes, and this has probably been the most consistent all four voters have been together. Okay, because we have one. had some differences. Like, I think the poll uh, the, the first two weeks pretty much stayed the same yeah. on both sides, but we haven't all been voting the same way. No, uh, there was. I'll say in one of the polls there was a surprise jump that I saw. Okay, so very, very interesting. I'm interested to see how every, everybody was was thinking in uh, in terms of the way that I was thinking. Yeah, and uh, well, we start off slow this week. I think there's only three games that are even uh, somewhat related to our area, and then Tuesday comes and it's uh, bonanza from there on out. There's like. 20 games we care about on Tuesday. Well, if we were going to have a night where there are no games to go and cover, tonight's the night for it. Yes. It's snowy. It's And like plus, I, this is how lazy I was. So, like, with one eye open, I trudged through the, the unshoveled driveway mm-hmm. to get to my car, which was covered in snow, which I did not brush off in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I just slammed the door really hard so that some of it would fall off the sides at least. And then I started, and I drove here. Well, it's a, sh- it's a short <laughs> drive. Anyway, we'll have, like, what, maybe a short week, only eight games? Because I don't think we have. One, two, three, no. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games this week. Nine games. Gotcha. So, oh, we have two hockey games on Wednesday. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, you can listen to those on our streams. Reminder, if we haven't told you before, we do have an archive where we put all our old games up. I uh, I told a uh, parent leaving the uh, gym on uh, Friday that give me an hour and I'll have this game up. <laughs> And he said, yeah, this is not one that I'm going to go back and listen to. <laughs> yeah. But you have to know the, uh, the person to right. know that, uh, right. that this is somebody that I know. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he has that kind of a sense of humor. So, anyway, I think that'll do it. Uh, we'll recap Friday, and then we'll, what, get to the week ahead? Yeah, absolutely. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
All right. Welcome back, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports Podcast, and let's get uh, right uh, to it. We had a lot of uh, basketball. Most of it was in the uh, the MAC, but I'm going to start with the BWAC game first. All right. Works um, for me. Be- because uh, I finally got to see Imlay City in person, uh, and yeah, they're actually pretty good. I thought you saw. Oh, you were supposed to see him one time. Yeah, earlier and, in the year. and the game got uh, got canceled or something. something or you weren't available. Something or got flip flopped. Something. Something yeah. happened. But at any rate, um, Imlay City is is pretty darn good, um, and and they were shorthanded in this game. They they didn't have Natalie Stone or Brooklyn Ross. They were both out with injuries, so they were sitting on the bench watching, uh, and then they had two players foul out during the course of the game. So at the end, they only had six kids, but you know what? They're six really good kids because three of them are named Langeman. Hmm. Two of them are na- – actually, only one of them was named Forty because J.F. fouled out. Um, but uh, they just – they've got uh, a really solid team. They're very balanced. Okay, Mary Langeman had her 21 points. Um, Anna Langeman had 16 but then Lexa Forty had 15 points, and Jaya Forty had 11 points, and Lexa Forty did hers coming off the bench. She didn't start. Mm-hmm. Um, they they started um, Dakota Deal instead, um, and I also she only had two points, but I liked Alyssa Evans as well. She's a big, tall mm-hmm. kid that causes problems. They pressure the ball. Um, they started the game with a nine nothing run. Then gave up two free throws and then went on an eleven to nothing run. So it's twenty to two in the middle of the uh, the second uh, quarter. Uh, Elmont only made uh, their first, didn't make their first basket in the game until like a minute was left in the first half. Yeah, that if you can't handle the pressure, Emily City's going to get to you pretty quickly. And the other thing is the is they're relentless. They outscored Elmont thirty one seven in the fourth quarter. It's like they only go at one speed. And again, the situation for them is they really couldn't substitute and go deep into their bench. So you had starters out there pretty much the whole game, and you can't ask your starters to play any differently than they play, or they're not going to play any differently than they play. Mary Langeman's not going to not take the wide open three and bury it. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and there's a little bit of a, a, a rivalry. You, you could tell not a lot of people in the BWAC seem to like Imlay City in any sport. It, it just seems like that people come in with a chip on their shoulder, like, ah, Imlay City. Well, we well, don't yeah, like these guys. The last couple games you've gone to have had some tension in the air. Yeah, there was a tech in this game. There was? Oh, you, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, Eric Johnson wasn't there. He was feeling ill, so the the assistant coach, and I know his name because I said it, hmm. um, Wade, Coach Wade, he got a T because one of his girls was on the floor, and he claims that she was kicked, hmm. uh, and he got up and let the official know that he didn't like that, and he was immediately teed because you can't get up out of the chair and come a couple steps out onto the court. Hmm. They don't let you do that. Uh, so the, the, that kind of keeps my, my string of ever since we talked about sportsmanship, <laughs> it's been a gong show of technical fouls and people getting thrown out of games and fans getting ejected from games. I don't think I talked about problems. the weird T I saw in the St. Clair Marysville game. <laughs> Cause I had one, but it was kind of inconsequential to the result. I feel like I've had a T in every 
game for the last two weeks. The, anyway, there's something I need to tell you at, off the air that we don't need to kill airtime with. But, yeah, okay. there have been, it felt like a string of technicals recently. Yeah. Um, uh, Grace Koenig and uh, Ava Panduran each had six points for Elmont. They were the uh, the leading scorers. I found out that Grace Koenig is going to commit with CMU. For softball. Congratulations. Yep. Really good. That's the other thing. Their basketball team has a bunch of great softball players on it. <laughs> a lot of familiar names, but yeah. their sport is mostly in the spring. Yeah, and, and, and they're going to be – they hit the tar out of the ball, and uh, they're getting uh, uh, a pitcher this year who was at North Branch last year. Oh, all right. So they're hoping that that will – because pitching was their weakness last year, but they can hit with anybody – in the uh, the area. And I also found out that uh, Katie Hettinger, who scored four points in the game, she's a little guard, 14 years old, and she's already driven, like, in the NASCAR minor leagues or something like that. There's a story about her on the Internet. You should look it up. But she goes down to North Carolina in the summers, and her aspiration is to one day drive in NASCAR, and it shows her, like, it's legit, folks. She's not out there in a go-kart. Hmm. She is driving, like, a NASCAR car around the track in a race with other people. <laughs> yeah, you told me that. I was uh, I was a bit surprised. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not a big NASCAR junkie, but I thought no. it was pretty cool. So, anyways, that that's my report. MLA City beat Elmont 69-24. to 24. Uh, They were up big all the way and were never challenged. MLA City's really good. Yeah, uh, you want to stay in the BWAC because they had a full slate of games there. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, the closest game, Yale topped North Branch 49-46. That's a uh, tough, hard-fought win for the Bulldogs and a, a much-needed one that bumped them up on the year. Now they're 7-5, and five. and they've been a team that's been a little up and down, but North Branch is a decent team. Again, they've, they've won as many as they've lost, but that's a good win for now, them. I don't know if... If she's their best basketball player, but she's probably the best athlete, female athlete they have, mm -hmm. and that's Dushesky, and I know she's out. Right. Um, Armada beat Cross-Lex 46-33. Struggled a little bit. I believe Cross-Lex was up at the half, and Armada was able to turn it up. Well, Cross-Lex was coming off a win. Like, they played good last week. Yeah, and, they, and you can tell they have players. They're just young. And the other one, Algonac beats Richmond 46-28. And Algonac kind of needed that win because after that great start this year, they had kind of been in the skids lately. Yeah. Yeah, Richmond's been struggling. They did break their losing streak when they beat Mooney earlier in the year. By the way, the Cardinal Mooney girls lost to Cranbrook 43-26. But, uh, yeah, those are the BWAC scores. Let's move on to the MAC. I saw a weird game. And I feel like I say that twice a week now. <laughs> Roseville against Marine City. Roseville came into this at 6-4. and four. Like, you knew they weren't going to win a league title. But they had played somewhat decent basketball. Like, they shouldn't beat Marine City, but they could if Marine City didn't play well. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 5-4 to four Roseville. Roseville was up. 5-2 to two most of the quarter, and Marine City got one late to make it 5-4, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a race to 25. <laughs> like, this is, like, Roseville might have a mind for an upset. Well, at the half, it was 19-6 to six Marine City. They gave up one point, which was a free throw with, like, 10 seconds left. 
They then won the next, the end of the third quarter. It was forty-one to eight. So they went from losing at the end of the first to up thirty-three points. It, I think, they went two full quarters, like not like sixteen minutes of basketball without giving up a field goal. They would end up winning 55-24. Uh, Chloe Austin had 19. Jade Blanchard had 11. Janie Farone had 9. Jocelyn Dietlin had 8. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good performance. But Rose uh, has one nice player, Trinity Brown. She had 16 of 24 points. Wow. So she was the only one that really scored at all for a long time. But, uh, yeah, Marine City kind of had to – Knock off the cobwebs before, before just taking it to Roseville. Yeah, um, and, and uh, again, the Mariners are obviously capable of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what was that? The the second and third quarter was like thirty seven to thirty seven to three. Yeah. So they're 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 playing defense and they're getting offense from their defense. Plus, mm-hmm. they can knock down shots. Like they can play a half court game against teams yeah they hit six threes in the contest it was uh yeah and I think six different girls Olivia Volkman Janie Ferrone Sydney Smith Chloe Austin Jade Blanchard and Paige Nelson all hit threes so they they are a dangerous team but they are still lagging behind just a bit in the Mac gold because they need to they need they need to beat Marysville again, but St. Clair's standing in the way of them having another showdown with the Vikings. Yeah, that's coming up this week. And speaking of them, uh, they took care of business against Fitzgerald on Friday night with a 48-22 win. And I'm sure uh, if uh, Coach uh, Petrakowski sent you something, it was like, oh, sure, you didn't cover us tonight when we beat somebody. <laughs> yeah, they've... <laughs> It's, they've we've they've have like what four or five losses on the year, and I think we've done four of them. <laughs> and well, they I did fit. do the first time they played Fitz, and he got all or, the girls no, in. Or was it? Tower. No, yeah, Tower. Yeah, they got all the girls in, and everybody scored. Yeah. so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, Point North beat Port Huron Northern forty-five twenty-nine, but Port Huron Northern was actually winning this game at the half. It looked like they maybe stunned uh, Gross Point North a bit. At the half, it was 18-16 Northern. Lanshute had 12 at that point. And then at the end of the third, they came out, Gross Point North came out and really uh, took it to them, 36-22. The final, 45-29. Lanshute ended with just the 12. Uh, Nichols had seven. McGregor with six. So. And nine rebounds. Yeah, nine wow. rebounds. I'm well. wondering, because we, we obviously didn't cover this game, uh, because Gross Point North was having the same problem with PH earlier in the week. They're down at the half, and then they came out in that third quarter um, and did the trap instead of the full court pressure. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they did the same thing to Northern to turn it around. Because, um, again, young players, and, and they let the young players handle the basketball. Um, mm-hmm. And that can sometimes be a problem. Dakota held off Port here in high, fifty-one to forty-six. So it was a rough week for the uh, the Big Reds, but they played the two toughest teams in the MAC Red, uh, and uh, uh, a five-point loss at Dakota. I mean, a loss is never a good thing, but that's not a bad showing. 
No, um, they were actually up five in the fourth quarter in this one. Yeah, so, so they were they were probably stings. Right, playing with them. But uh, I know Coach Gilbert was very happy with the way her girls played. And, again, I, I said this, I think, in football season. I'll say it again. No one remembers a league title if you win a district title, especially since they're going to have to go through Dakota, and that's either at Dakota or Gross Point North. Or Lance Lance North. North yeah. right. It's at one of those two schools, I believe. Which I wish they'd come up here and play that again. It's been, it seems like it's been a while since they've played that one up here at PH or P, uh, PHNs. So. Right. So I think that's all, well, most of the girls' scores. Did you have any other ones? No, nope, those were the ones that, uh, that I had and knew about. I do have some hockey. Uh, it was a busy weekend uh, for hockey. On Friday, Anchor Bay edged Marysville 2-1, to one, which uh, was a result that kind of surprised me. But Anchor Bay actually has been playing really well. Uh, the second half of the season. Northern beat uh, Traverse City West 4-2. to two. Jeremiah McHugh had two goals and an assist. Josh Simpson and Jack Bringard had goals. Uh, and Randy Falk got the win with 21 saves. Uh, and then on Saturday, Northern beat the Sioux 4-2. to two, And they got two goals from Bringard, who had three on the weekend. Uh, and their defense got in the scoring. Robbins and Johnston had goals. Uh, and... Uh, Sheffer uh, made uh, 23 saves in uh, that win. Also on Saturday, Marysville bounced back, beating Oxford 2-1 in a tight game. Eisenhower beat Anchor Bay in overtime 2-1. And uh, Dearborn Edsel Ford beat Port Huron Unified 7-1 on uh, Saturday. So a lot of hockey over the uh, weekend. Yeah, there were. um, We can talk about that a little more later because there were a few boy scores to note. Uh, Marlette and Sandusky did battle on Friday night, and it came up that uh, Marlette topped them 42-39 in a close one. So they get another win. Ubley, I guess you'd say upsets Brown City 45-41. Ubley's in first in the GTC East. They're 5-2. and two. Yeah, and we really haven't talked about them a ton. But that, that's a really nice win for them. So we had a couple GTC East games for you. And Deckerville was supposed to play, and they have not reported a score as of Monday against Genesee. Yeah. So Thumb Legion had a game Friday. They didn't report the score either. <laughs> yeah. Against Lenaway County was who they were playing. Yeah. So Deckerville played, but we don't know how they did. All right. We'll take a, a break, and uh, we'll come back. And, uh, again, Maybe a, a few less games because we don't have a Monday night game, but still, it's a busy week with a lot of good matchups. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports. You scowled at me. I can't believe you scowled at me. That's a fact. When you're losing, you throw the we'll ball. We'll talk about than... that later because we have a lot of games to talk about. Um, just three games tonight. We will, we actually have the night off. Uh, Cross Lex at Harbor Beach, Akron Fairgrove at CPS, Dryden at Deckerville in girls basketball. That's it for Monday. That's a that's a relatively light Monday. And if it keeps snowing, they might not play any of those games. Yeah, I don't know what it's like up in the thumb, but usually it's worse than it is here. <laughs> um, all right, Tuesday. I'm just gonna go through the list, and uh, we'll we'll just start picking them out after I read them all off. In girls basketball, Eisenhower at Port Huron. Northern at Gross Point South, Marysville at Warren Fitz, St. Clair at Roseville, Marine City at Sterling Heights, Anchor Bay at Romeo, Clintondale at New Haven, North Branch at Lapeer, Sandusky at Brown City. Those are the girls' games. For the boys, Port Huron at Clintondale, Northern at Frazier, Tower at St. Clair, I believe, is moved to Wednesday, Anchor Bay at Cousineau, New Haven at Ike, Richmond at Cross Lex, Yale at Armada, North Branch at Emily City, Algonac at Elmont, Foley at Mooney, Dryden at Deckerville, Akron Fairgrove at CPS. Um, what I can remember, uh, I like the schedule for all our uh, MAC teams. I think that sounds like a winning night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's just go with the girls and talk about it. Ike comes up to Port here on High. This is one of the relatively easier games in the MAC red for them. I uh, feel you know, like you know you still got to show up and win. The, the big reds are their favorite to win this game. Right, but you still have to show up and play against Ike. Oh, a hundred percent. They're not going to just roll over and and, and take it because uh, Ike's still a quality basketball team. It's just they're the they're the lower end of the best league, I guess is how I'd put it. Um, Ike this year they're six and five. They're a winning basketball team. So, yeah, um, I think Northern's got a chance even on the road at Gross Point South. Yeah, Gross Point South's down a little this year. Marysville should clobber Fitz if it's anything but like a 30-point Viking victory. I'd be surprised. Fitz is not good. You know, if we had Coach Ratchie here right now. Uh, we just hope we can get a bucket. We're, we're just hoping we can win the tap. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to, yeah. Uh, St. Clair at Roseville. The Saints should win that game, but Roseville... That's not a game you can just sleepwalk through. Uh, Marine City at Sterling Heights, I expect them to do what they've been doing. Uh, and then really only one BWAC team, North Branch at Lapeer. I have no idea what to expect from that. And Sandusky's probably going to move to 12-0 and at Brown City. Yeah, and, and Brown City's decent, but Sandusky is just the class of that league. Yes. In girls basketball, they're just really good. All right. So there are some boys' games I want to talk about. Uh, let's save the main event for last. The first one that jumps out to me, Northern at Frazier. Frazier is not great this year, but this is a game that Northern won at home, and I think now they have to go on the road for four, five of their next six league games because the Lakeshore one is actually canceled. I don't think they've played a league game on the road. So this is the first yeah. challenge. Go on the road, beat a team we feel you should beat. 
Well, here's the thing. Well, I, he scored 41 against them the first time. I think time. so. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's the other thing. Jamison being he. Yeah. Nor, Nor, Northern uh, is coming off a, a real feel-good game where everybody contributed uh, and, and lots of guys did positive things. Lots of guys took shots, made shots. They saw the ball go through the basket. Maher knocked down four threes. They hit nine threes in their last game. Uh, and uh, six different guys made a three, and none of them were named Jamison. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it was a real feel-good win. So now I feel like Northern can hit the road going, other guys can do stuff. It doesn't have to be Tyler scoring 60 points for us. Well, they've scored 70 points in three of their last four games, and that got started with a 72-53 win over Frazier. Continue that. I feel like you should beat Frazier on the road. Although, if this is correct, Frazier's actually done some damage in the conference. Since that loss, the Ramblers have won their next four, including a they beat. This says they beat Lakeshore 71-47. Interesting. Lakeshore, okay. That, Maybe Lakeshore's got some people out. They must because Lakeshore is a really talented team. Hold, um, I'm going to look at this. Maybe yeah. getting that game switched to I think it's February 1st is when they're going to make that, that game would, that didn't get I, played. Uh, it's either that or that's the originally scheduled one. But, yeah, so Frazier's heating up, I guess. They've won their last four. They're 5-4 and four now after a 1-4 uh, and four start. All right. Game looks like a little tougher for uh Northern now. I'm still picking the Huskies. I am too. All right. Um, what do you think? I mean, Port Huron should go to Clintondale and win, right? Yes. They whipped them pretty good up at PH. Clintondale really struggles to score. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just – I like PH in that game. Yeah. Uh, even with PH now having a little bit less of uh, – a little less depth. Uh Tower at St. Clair. This is a game that I think the Saints felt like they should have won. I know this has moved to Wednesday, so actually we'll save that for Wednesday show. Um, Yale at Armada and boys. Armada's coming off a tough loss against Richmond. You want them to bounce back, and Yale's a team that really needs a big win to get their season on track as they start to head down the home stretch. Yeah, Yale got off to such a good start, and now they've hit a snag. When I saw them against St. Clair, I thought, boy, this is a team that's going to be really tough to play against this year. They've got um, guards that can shoot and handle the ball. They've got some big guys. I, I thought that they would be a tough matchup for a lot of teams. They've hit a funk and just really haven't been able to get out of it. Um, and in spite of the loss to Richmond, I like the way Armada is playing basketball right now. I think they're a really good uh, team, uh, and I would favor Armada against uh, Yale. It's a, it's a tough ask for Yale to come out of their funk, and it would be a huge win if they could do it. Yeah, they broke their schneid last time out against Alknack. By the way, another reason why you should expand the season to at least 22. Like three or four BWAC teams didn't play, boys teams didn't play a game last week. That's weird. Because they used their non-conference, and yeah, they just had like nine days off between games, which Yale was one of them. They travel to Armada. That's, Coaches um, probably like that. As a player, I would no, not like that. No, because, see, as a coach, at this point in the season, you can only do so much. Like, 
you're not you you have your stuff in like you just need a couple like if you get like maybe a three day break like you play on a Monday and then you don't play till Friday that yeah but nine days between games I think at this point in the season is just is just too much. Um, all right, the other BWAC games: North Branch, Emily City, Algonac at Elmont, and then the big one: Richmond at Croslex. This is um, the, the one that uh, we're very interested in. Uh, this is the game that you're going to go up uh, and uh, take a look at uh, mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. Crosslex, until somebody beats them, they're the favorite. Right. Um, and, and they're the team to beat. Richmond is an interesting team that uh, they're 8-1, and one, probably could be and should be 9-0. and oh. Yeah. Um, but – this, this I'm really interested to see how this game goes because uh, what I like about Richmond is uh, I I think that uh, they've got some legit guys like I really have uh, been a, a big uh, fan of Stevens I've really been a big uh, fan of Haskins I'm a big fan of their bigs um, and and this was something the last time I saw Crosslex when they played uh, Imlay City. Um, Croslex has got some good big like McDonald is really playing well mm-hmm. for them, but he got into foul trouble. Yeah. Um and and Richmond can just keep sending guys over the boards, as I like to say. <laughs> you know, the, the they they've got um Sebastian Mays, they've got Bartolomucci, they've got uh Rajuski, uh and, and there's there's somebody Stevens else. Stevens can go in the post if yeah, he needs the, to. but but they've got it they've got a Tyler. Tyler is the other big. Max like, Tyler. Yeah, the, the, they've got size and length, um, and so that makes them interesting. Also, some guys have really improved from the start of the season to now, and, and the one that jumps out at me is Trey Graham, who recently had 13 mm-hmm. points uh, yeah. in, in a big win. Um, so this is why Richmond interests me, but until you beat Croslex, they're the Kings. Here's the thing with Richmond that would worry me. They have been or shown that they will take, I don't want to say take breaks, but have lulls in their game where whether it was our made in the second quarter. And if you do that for more than a couple possessions against Cross Lex, it'll sink you. If you slow down a bit, they will put up, they'll go on a 15-0 run and boom, you're dead. Like ask Reese, they were up twenty to four or twenty six to twenty six or yeah twenty six to four was or eight was the score and bing bang boom they lose by twenty. That's the thing that worries me about Richmond is can they put together a complete game? And because at their peak, I think they can compete with Croslax and do what they need to do. The only problem is staying at that peak or near it for 32 minutes. Uh, the the other thing, too, about Croslex that, like, I think we just take for granted because we never talk about it, um, it's one thing to be talented, and, and but to be good sometimes, they rise to the occasion. Oh, yeah. Like, when somebody does challenge them, they up their game. They rise. Uh, you, you just talked about the Reese game. They fell behind. They have that little extra inside them that says, I've got another notch and I'm going to get to it. Mm-hmm. And this is each player on their team 
that, that does that's this. That's culture. Yeah, it, it's not just like, you know, they, they don't have Hunter Soper uh, this year who can, you know, lift it up, put it on his shoulders, and go, I'm scoring 35 in the last three quarters. It's not like that. It's every guy on the team is like, I'm going to make an extra shot, and when they all do it, there they are. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Richmond, if they play well, they don't fall into this funk where they're not making shots, they're turning the ball over, they have a chance, but – I'm just really worried they'll be with them for about a quarter and a half, and then some. Then the Crosslex goes on a run because with them, if you let them go on a ten or twelve zero run, you're not unless you got up to a huge lead to start. You're not recovering from that. You're just not, and their defense is going to be the best that Richmond's seen. You're gonna have Trey Kolakovich and and Jake Townsend all over their guards, and I really, shooting is going to have to be where Richmond finds the edge. They're going to have to have a couple guys get hot shooting from outside because I just, I like Richmond a lot, and I don't think Cross-Lex is going to be able to go 20-0 again just because of how hard that is to do, but matchup-wise on paper, I like Cross-Lex a little more in this one. Um, how much does home court matter? To I you think in a this lot. Game? I think I think a lot because you're comfortable there. I mean, I I have to rerun the number, but it's like close to 1,200 days since the last time they lost. By the way, the last team they did lose to at home in the BWAC was Richmond. That was the last time that happened. So. No, home court. That was so long ago that a lot of those guys are in the old folks' home. Hunter, Hunter Soper, was, <laughs> Soper and Johnson were sophomores that year. Um, so I expect that gym to be loud. I expect there to be a lot of people there. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, but that's my two cents. Having seen both teams recently, Richmond just can't fall. Like can't give them an inch because Croslex will take that mile. Yeah, uh, and, and I just feel like. If you can't get up and stay focused for this game, then... It's not even about that. It's about... I don't want to say mistake-free basketball because that's impossible, but limiting them and when there is a little bit of But, I mean, when, blood, you're, when you make mistakes, like you get up big in a game and you get sloppy, that's just focus. Right. You know, that, that doesn't have to do with talent or anything like that. Talent is there for Richmond. It's... Keeping keeping focus, it's it's handling success as much as it is handling adversity. Because sometimes, you know, when they get sloppy, it's after they're up twenty on somebody, and then it's like, okay, this is easy. They kind of they lose they lose what got them the twenty point lead. Right. I mean, just off the top of my head, they fell down like eighteen at Frazier. Had to come back. I think Carl Stevens hit a shot at the buzzer. I think it was him. Uh, they. I could have. I they did, never ran away from Elmont at home like you felt like they could have. Their best game I've seen them play was actually Mooney. They never had a lull, and that's what they need to do against Cross Lex. And then Armada, the second quarter, it, they went up twelve nothing, and then were losing at the half. Yeah. Then they, I've seen Richmond twice, yeah. and they they rolled to wins both times. Right, but they've two teams that you can maybe have a little bit of a lull and still survive with. And, so. I, and I really didn't. The, against Anchor Bay, they had no lulls. And against Marine City, 
maybe for a few minutes in the second quarter. Mm. They let the Mariners kind of get back in the game, but pretty much they dominated both those games. You'll see Bishop Foley and Mooney. And this is a big game in the uh, Catholic, what, intersectional one. Uh, two two teams very familiar with each other. So long as Mooney wins, we're good here. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. No pressure, Cardinals. I'll be rooting hard for you. <laughs> I will be a homer in that game. Yeah. <laughs> You're the anti-homer. Uh, well, hey, just because I went to school there doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> I don't like Bishop Foley. I know you don't. We've made that very, very <laughs> clear over the over um, the year. But um, yeah, the the league seems like it's going to be tough for anyone to knock off Gabriel Richard, uh, just because they are, from everything I've heard, really, really uh, solid. Uh, you look at the standings, though. It's um, uh, excuse me. This yes, Gabriel Richard's four and zero. Mooney's three and one. So Mooney will get one more shot with them at home. Bishop Foley's two and two, uh, trying to climb back into it. And so it's actually a big game for yeah. both teams. You'll see. You'll see a very very tough contest. Yeah, that that should be a good one between the Ventures. Okay, just call yourself the Vikings. <laughs> the Ventures against the mighty. Cardinals, majestic, beautiful bird. Actually, they're Mooney, so it's probably like a cardinal cardinal. No, I mean, I thought they're <laughs> – you know, I never put two and two together. That that has a double meaning. Yeah, it has a – what do they call that? A double – Entendre? Yeah. I never even realized that it could be like not just the bird cardinal, but yeah, like the, the actual the, – The Catholic, Catholic position. Cardinal. Yeah. yeah. So. See, you learn something new I, on every I, show. I mean, I – just something for you to think. I actually don't know. I mean, I've looked at the the school logo 7,826 million times, but I've also done that with the other 20 million schools that I've covered. Uh, so I couldn't tell you what it even looks like. <laughs> Usually it's just the M. Yeah, it is, isn't it? There's no yeah. – yeah, they don't make a distinction. Whether... So, so I guess it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. All right. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? I mean, you want to go over the list of well, games? Well, uh, I want to let people know where we're at this week. Uh, besides uh, tomorrow night, I'll be at the Mooney game. You'll be at the Richmond Cross-Lex game. Uh, on Wednesday, we've got a couple of hockey games, uh, Marysville and Utica. Uh, Northern is playing Gross Point uh, North. There's also a basketball game on uh, Wednesday night, uh, Marysville hosting uh, Lakeview. Thursday, girls basketball, the Marine City-St. Clair rematch. This time in St. Clair, they had the overtime game the first time around that Marine City won. Both those teams need a victory in that yes, game. That's going to be a big game. Uh, Emily City is at uh, Algonac in girls basketball on Thursday. And then on uh, Friday, the Marine City boys are home to Centerline, which actually should be an interesting game. Uh, and uh, Crosslex will have their uh, next uh, big battle in the BWAC on the road, this time at Armada. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Crosslex has one, a tough week. Yeah, that one gets more interesting depending on how the early week game goes. Yeah, and I think that one's um, – I was talking to Coach Holler. It was like the pink out, the the gym game, whatever. Every school has a different name for it, but that's like the big one that everyone in the school is going to be at. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about uh, our uh, media poll uh, for both the boys and the girls next.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? 
Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And it's time for the uh, media poll. Uh, And uh, this is not just... Me and Brady. Nope. If you're new to the program, me, Dennis, Brendan Welper of the Times Herald, and Callie Newberry of Blue Water Healthy Living, uh, we see enough basketball that we all feel comfortable putting together a top five for both the boys and girls. Collect it. If you get a first place vote, that's five points. A fifth place vote gets you one point, and then we tally it all up, and then we come together for a media poll. So. Do you want me to start with the boys or the girls, Dennis? You go. No, with, I you ask. go with what you want to go with. All right, we'll start. I don't know the results. All right, we'll start with the you girls. Keep everything secret because it did um, shake up a little bit. We have a new number one. MLA City got all four first place votes and is now the unanimous number one in the media poll. The last two weeks they had split votes. Uh, this time they are ten and two and they are number one in the media poll. Does that really surprise you at all? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, the The fact that uh, APH had such a tough week, um, and and even though they played two really good teams, you can't reward a team for going zero two. Right. And Imlay City just kept being Imlay City. The game I saw them in Friday against Elmont, yeah, they're the real deal. But speaking of PH, I was very interested to see how it would shake out in the media poll because they did go zero two. And there are a lot of good teams in this poll. But PH just falls to number two. They end up with 16 points. They're 9-4. and four. And I think everyone, we didn't talk about this, but I think everyone kind of had the same thought process of they were playing with the top teams in the Mac Red. They didn't, if they would have lost to Gross Point North and Dakota and got the doors blown off them, then maybe you, they, they drop a little more. But it's not like they got slaughtered. They were winning both games in the second half at times and just couldn't quite finish it. Yeah, they lost 39-32 to Gross Point North, who may be the best team in the red. Right. Um, Dakota will have something to say. And then at Dakota, they lost by five. And we're up And in we're the up fourth. five in the fourth yes. quarter. Yes. So they stayed at nine and four. Uh, at number three with 12 points, the Marysville Vikings are I feel like they're kind of stuck there until or unless PH loses a little bit more because the tough thing to get over is the head to head tiebreaker. Yeah. That's hard to get out of your mind that Port Huron beat Marysville heads up. So But if Marysville keeps winning and if PH were to say to to lose again, let's say lose to week, Eisenhower. Yeah, like a, a loss like that could Make a shift in people's minds. Yeah, but Marysville stays at number three uh, with 12 points. They're 10-2 and two on the year. Number four stays the same, Marine City. They are also 10-2. and two. They have seven points for, I mean, what's there to say? Again, heads up, they lost to Marysville. They'll get their chance in about a week and a half. 
Well, I mean, I couldn't see them sliding down, at least when I was doing my thing. They won two games last week, one by 38 and one by 31. How can you say they have to move down in the poll? When you can't move them up, I'm not moving them down after they win two games by 69 points. Right. And Sandusky is number five. They're 11-0. They got four points. Uh, The thing with Sandusky is they're undefeated and – they're kind of stomping teams. Like, They're stomping everybody. It's and and the thing is, it's like, well, they play a weak schedule, but they're dominating. Like, I just want one game to have some sort of barometer, and we never really got that. So, I don't know if they're in danger of falling out unless they drop one. But I mean, it's Aldemont and Sandusky. They're undefeated. Be they are a team I could see running the table in the GTC. Yeah, and I feel like they're always going to be in the poll. I just don't know that the the four teams that we have ahead of them are going to lose enough games um, or get upset by somebody so that Sandusky can slide up a, a slot or two. Yeah, we had one honorable mention receiving votes. The Armada girls received one point, so they are in the receiving votes category, and that's it. So Emily City, unanimous number one. They got 20 points. Port Huron, number two, they have 16. Marysville at number three, they have 12. Marine City at number four, they have seven. Sandusky at number five with four points, and Armada receives votes. All right, and this, is, this was the first week in girls that it was unanimous for the top spot. Unanimous for the top spot in boys has been an easy one. Crosslex, 10-0, unanimous number one again. I don't think anyone really gives it a second thought. No, I mean, we, we just talked about them until they – or unless they lose. They're not – they are holding firm. Richmond, number two. Again, I think they're holding firm. I think one and two are kind of a step up. Well, see, we have Over a big rest. we have a big game on Tuesday because yes. the result of this game will will affect things. If Richmond wins, you have to make them number one. You'd think, yes. Uh, if Crosslex wins, they're going to stay where they're at. Um, if they win by just a couple, then Richmond, despite a loss, would have a chance to stay at number two. But if this game's a blowout for Crosslex, then you have to consider Richmond moving down. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot that, that weighs on how this game takes place, uh, what the result is, uh, and what the, you know, is is it a close game? Is it a blow? Right. Uh, so remember the last two weeks, we actually had a tie at number three, right? Armada and Port here on Northern. Why we do not have a tie this week. At number three, Cardinal Mooney. Really? Leaps both Armada and Northern with 10 points at number three. I know how that happened. How'd that happen? I voted for them for the first time in the poll. Oh, so they made your poll for the first time. They made the poll for the first time for me, and those points elevated them. Yes, it did. So they are number three. Uh, They are now 7-3 and on the year. They got a win over a really good Green Hills team. They went to Cranbrook. Two solid wins. The momentum rightfully shoots them up to number three. Number four, Port here on Northern with nine points. They actually technically dropped a spot this week despite winning their games and doing so decisively. Yeah, the, it really surprised me because the wins against Cousineau and Anchor Bay were good wins. Mm-hmm. Like, really. And Cousineau's not – I know Anchor Bay is 0-11 or whatever now, but Cousineau was not. 
No. And, and Cousineau has some good players. And obviously what Jamison uh, did in that game, scoring the 59 points. Um, but I thought Northern had a good week. I know on my poll I kept them at number three. And at number five, Armada with four points. They drop a couple spots with the loss to Cross-Lex, but not enough to drop them out of the poll, or to Richmond, rather. Uh, they play Cross-Lex this Friday. Yeah. Uh, not enough to drop them out of the poll overall. We had one team receiving votes, Dennis. The Memphis Yellow Jackets get one point. They're 8-3 and three overall, so they made it onto one of the polls, and they are the one receiving votes. So what do you think about how the, the top five shook out for the uh, boys? I was a little surprised that Mooney jumped so much, but you can look at their record and, and what they've done this year and make a lot of arguments that they should be number three. Yeah, you look at the media poll last week uh, for the boys, and Cardinal Mooney was at number uh, five. Worth noting, St. Clair was receiving votes last week, didn't this week. They actually, a game against Fitz, Fitz was using an ineligible player transfer, whatever. So the loss to Fitz now counts as a 2 nothing win for St. Clair. So they're technically 7-4. and four. Uh, Yeah, Mooney with the big jump with two wins, and I don't know if anyone moved Northern down. I just think some people moved Mooney up to where someone else used to be. Yeah, well, I, I like I say, I put them in my poll. I didn't put them way up there, but I put them in my poll, and that was points that they hadn't been getting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that seems about right, and Mooney was the first. Mooney and Northern seemed like the the next two teams that are really trying to make a name for themselves. There are like three or four teams. You're like, just win one big game and I'll, and I can put you in uh, St. Clair has a couple tough games this week. If they win that, they'll be in there. Memphis is actually at Harbor beach in Sandusky. If they go two and O that would put them at what? Like 10 and that would make them 10 and three. Y- yeah. 10 and three. And that's hard to ignore. Hard to ignore. But if Northern wins at uh, Frazier and has a, a good week, that's hard. Frazier to and Utica. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Because Utica's yeah. tough, too. Yes, it is. I think I think you'll see some shakeup next week. But th- those are the two polls. I think we – I don't know if we get them right, but I feel like we do a decent job because it's a, a collaborative effort. So – I got no complaints with it. No. It didn't match mine, but I can't argue with what we did, came up with. Th- did the girls' one match? Because I know the first two weeks it did. Yeah, the girls' one uh, – I, I, I've been three for three on, on how the girls' poll has shaken out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've got a good grip. I just feel like it's easier. I think we have five legitimate, better-than-everybody-else teams. Yeah. The boys doesn't shake out no. Well. Like I feel like the top two are the easy ones, and then after that you could have – Throw them in a hat and just pull them out. Mm-hmm. Cause they're that close. So, all right. Um, remind them where we are tomorrow. Cause we are nowhere tonight. Monday. <laughs> Tomorrow's games, uh, include a uh, stop uh, at Cardinal Mooney for me to see them take on Bishop Foley. And then, uh, Brady will be uh, up in uh, Croswell Croslex Richmond, uh, in a, uh, Big. It seems like we've been saying in a big BWAC matchup now for a couple of weeks, no matter whether we've been well, doing because, boys or girls games. Well, it's because the BWAC's a fun league because they don't have to go and play like Centerline or Lamphere or, or Sterling Heights in games that don't matter. I always got to turn a positive into a negative. Because I want that negative to become a positive. Anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe when the summer comes around and we're strapped for shows, I will – 
go for my huge, awesome realignment that would make everybody happy. Wouldn't make me happy. Of course it wouldn't. <laughs> I just have to be contradictory. Yes, you do. All, All right. right, anything else before we go, Dennis? <laughs> no, I'm done. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.